0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the WESM podcast. Last weekend, we had our final message on To the Ends of the Earth, a series where we've been talking about missions. And so Landon preached, and we're gonna have him here in just a second give us a little brief synopsis of what we talked about. But before we jump into it today, if you are listening on Apple Music, Google Play, or Spotify, make sure that you follow our podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe hit the bell so you can be notified every single time we post a brand new podcast let's get into it all right so yesterday we just had week four of to the ends of the earth landon you brought the word What'd you talk about, man? Let's
1: do it. So, ending out the series, I kind of wanted to charge everybody uh, just by saying, "Man, hey, let's let's stop trying to share our faith alone. Like, let's go through this process knowing that Jesus is cheering us on and He is right there with us." And so, I wanted to find a Bible story that showcased someone. Uh, showing off great faith. And so we see in Romans, this Roman officer go to Jesus and say, hey, man, uh, I need one of my servants to be healed. Uh, And Jesus goes, yeah, man, I'll go there and I'll heal him. Uh, Great. And then the Roman officer goes, no, I, I believe it can be done. Right here, right now. You don't have to come back. I can walk back in confidence, knowing that I asked you and you are good and it will be done. Uh, and so, just that faith of man, we can go to Jesus uh, and, and ask him for what we need in situations where we don't know where to turn. Uh, when we're doubting ourselves, uh, Jesus has our back. He's right there with us, cheering us on as we're sharing the gospel, as we're reaching uh, the nations and so just opening up we've been talking about missions for four weeks now um what was the one thing or the or the biggest thing that
2: stood out to you guys throughout this
1: sermon series
2: i think for me my favorite thing or the the thing that like hopped out the most was um just that like it's not through our power that we're doing it like it's not it's not on our strength alone Mm -hmm that we do this it's like through the spirit that it's done and the spirit works even whenever we screw up. So like Mm -hmm. I think it takes some of the pressure off, but it also like it gives you some perspective on if you feel like you failed, you can still trust that like God could still work in that situation. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it does. It takes a lot of the pressure off knowing we get to be a part of it. And it feels amazing to be a part of it, but if we don't say the right thing or if we miss an opportunity, we don't have to beat ourselves up because the Holy Spirit is the one who changes people mm-hmm. and opens their eyes up to the truth of the gospel and you know Christ's saving work. And so it is; it, it releases that pressure of like, oh, okay. I can do this, and if I mess up and it's literally terrible, yeah. it's, not, it's not the big deal. Like God can still work. I mean, mm-hmm. you and I have shared with each other. There's some weeks where you'll come up and ask me how do you feel about that message. And I'm like terrible, yep. a horrible message. Yep. And then I'll have like ten people come up to me afterwards and be like, that message was so good. God really used it to speak to me, and it's just like, kind ah. of the. It's just yeah. kind of that message of like okay, the Holy Spirit's the one doing this. It's not mm-hmm. me. Like, if I feel bad about it or self-conscious about it, it doesn't really matter. The Lord is still working.
1: Yeah. I think maybe it was Joey Swinson that shared this, um, but he was, like, on a plane, and he was to uh, someone that he didn't know, and he was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, share the gospel with them. And so he's, you know... Doing what he has been taught to do, I like, you know, talk to them, get to know their story, all that, all that stuff, um, and then say, hey, like you know, I believe in Jesus. This is how he's changed my life, and it was just, it was not working. Like th- this person was like shutting down; they didn't care about it. um And then he 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 like got like a word from God, and he's like, hey, like just tell him, like hey, you need Jesus. That's it. Like just be super blunt with it. And he was like.
0: I don't like like that. really <laughs>
1: like I don't want to do that like okay um and so like that was that was the last thing he did he he went through everything that he thought was going to work in that situation and he's he like you know man you just need Jesus um and then the person started crying and he was like that's it like that, that wasn't when that person just broke down and was like dang I, I do need Jesus um and so even in that moment it's like Wow, he tried like all these different, you know, things that he's been taught, and God was just like, "Say this," and it worked instantly. So, just being, I guess, in tune to Jesus, and even just like I said yesterday, just posturing ourselves for greatness, and then letting God take care of the rest is a is a very very beautiful thing to see take place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think, man. I had a lot of things that really struck me about this series. Um,
1: I can go real quick. I have mine. Go for it. Okay. Uh, Joe was week th- two, week two, week two, um, and he was uh, one of his points was, man, does your does your heart really mm. break for the city of Houston? Uh, one of our visions at Woods Edge is to see Houston become a city of God, and his his week was focused um, on on reaching the city of Houston. But you you really can't be passionate about something or a group of people without putting yourselves in their shoes, uh, or just really thinking about what they're going through, right? Like we can we can go down to Houston uh, on a on a mission trip and tell them about Jesus and serve those people, and while those two are those two things are really good things like honestly how is your heart postured towards those people and towards the city of houston and that really kind of challenged me because i don't feel like i'm in in that healthy space of viewing it like that Uh, i don't think my my heart really like breaks for the city of houston Uh, even though we know like sin like flourishes in our city and all those things it's almost like okay like but isn't that every city and so you kind of think like well how how could that change but the reality is I mean why wouldn't God want that to change and why wouldn't he want to use us to do that you know if we if we step foot and take action in that um and really just pray to him like hey would you change my heart to break for what breaks your heart um and just being intentional about posturing yourself in that way i think it's a step that i want to take and i challenge all of us to do that um because i think it's such a really very healthy place to be to approach mission stuff in that way as opposed to mission trip let's go okay well why are you going on Mm -hmm. this trip because it's just an offering and you want to serve and be good because that's you know it's cool to be good and that's what i'm supposed to do or like is your heart literally breaking for the city
0: Yeah, I think that that bleeds into what kind of has struck me the most. And I don't even know if we really taught about this as much as I mean, I preached two of the messages. So it's hard for me to be like, I got this a lot out of my message was really good. (laughs) But uh, I think just through processing through setting up the series, developing two of the messages. One of the biggest things that God put on my heart was you have to be intentional. It doesn't. This is I don't want to get in the weeds here, but like when you actually read the Great Commission, <clears throat> go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, um, training them, like all of that stuff. Well, it really means as you are going. And so it's true that, yes, as you're going throughout your life, you need to be looking for opportunities to share the gospel and. I think that's great. Like we talked with Aiden McCown the other day and he said that even just hearing that of like, man, God has opportunities for you to share the gospel. He's now seeing more opportunities than he did before. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's some something to be said for, oh, I just understand that this, this is an aspect of, I just need to be intentional about thinking about this. And if I think about it enough, well, then I see opportunities that I wouldn't usually see. Mm-hmm. And so there's that side of it. But I also think, uh, for instance, for us, it's probably harder. Like, I mean, a lot of students, maybe even adults who are in the business world, you're surrounded by people who don't know Jesus. Um, But for us, like, we work in a church. Like, for me personally, I could hang out with Christians all the time and never interact with any non believers, and it'd be super easy because I work with people who are Christians, and then I go home to my family. And we don't, I have three kids, like we don't have a lot of time for extracurriculars, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so it'd be super easy to never share the gospel. And so for me, I have to be very intentional, like, okay, what do I I get a gym membership so that I'm in the same place at the same time every single day so that I run into people? Um, I remember a few years ago, I was rock climbing a ton, and that was one of the biggest ways that I met people that weren't believers is rock climbed at the same times every single day, every single Saturday. And so I'd run into the exact same people and got to build relationships with them. And so it gave me an in for sharing the gospel and actually living life and rubbing shoulders with people who aren't Christians. Otherwise you can get stuck in the church world. And I think even as adults and students, you can tend to like, you're surrounded by people who don't know Jesus, but you gravitate towards the people that know Jesus already because it's it's safe it's comfortable it's easier It's just natural like to, let's be honest it's, it's easier and yeah. we enjoy them like they think the way that we do <clears> and that's how I mean that's how most people function like you're into the same things that I'm into you think the way that I think that's why we're going to be good friends okay you're really into photography stuff we think the same way we're passionate about the same things Well, we're going to both do photography stuff together mm-hmm. that's how most people end up being really good friends to begin with so when you're christians it's super easy to just gravitate towards christians and i just know way too many christian people who don't actually have relationships with any non-christians maybe they work with them or maybe they go to school with them but they really don't have relationships with them Mm -hmm. and so for me the biggest thing i've been convicted about is i just need to have relationships with people that don't know jesus like, I just don't know enough people that don't know Jesus that I hang out with fairly regularly. In mm-hmm. in our stage of life, it it's not like a, hey, every single week I need to hang out with people. But I need to have people in my life that once every other month or something like that, I'm very intentional about getting coffee, getting mm-hmm. lunch with. And I just did this wedding and <laughs> not a lot of people there – following Jesus. And it was amazing. I mean, I got to share the gospel with more people in the last two days than I have probably in the last year, Mm -hmm. because I was finally in a situation where I was surrounded by people who didn't know Jesus. And I I looked a little bit different than other people. People knew that I was the pastor doing the service. And so it opened up conversation. And so it really just, between being in the mission series and the experience that I had this last Mm -hmm. weekend, made me really just go, man, I need to, be much more intentional about hanging, yeah. hanging out with my friends that don't know Jesus. And I have those friends. I just have to be intentional about setting up time to spend yeah. with them.
2: And I had a thought while you were talking. Um, this applies to adults and students because everyone has probably at least one neighbor. Like, if you live somewhere, you're going to be there every day. So, like, in my neighborhood, the majority of them are actually Christian, but my next door neighbor is not the guy
0: with all the trucks and trailers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try,
2: I try and talk to him sometimes, but it's more of like a, Hey, what's up? Yeah. Occasionally yeah, I'll get a peace sign. Yeah. And then my there, there's a lot right. of yeah. like active avoidance <laughs> conversation, really? mm. uh, but it doesn't mean I shouldn't try. Yeah. So um, if you live in a neighborhood or even an apartment complex. Like you have people all around you all the time and you're there every day. Mm. Um, so get to know the people around you.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna have to engage at a certain point. It's not just gonna,
0: it doesn't just happen. Yeah. Actually. Yes. The, the enemy wants you to think, Oh, whenever like something gets put on my heart, then I'll, then I'll do it. Yeah. That's just, it's not really going to happen mm-hmm. that way. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like your, your faith and your fear are going to collide. Yeah. And you're going to have to take a step and engage someone yep. in a conversation that's deeper than
2: how was your day? How was your family? Good. Fine. You know, <laughs> like you're going to have yeah. to go, Hey, In an easy like, end, bring them some cookies. Yeah. Like make something for them and bring it to them. Yeah. Be like, Hey, I haven't really talked to you before. Yeah. I'm like blah, blah, blah. Frame. Here's some, yeah. A picture frame <laughs>
0: you said make with them the, something. with the stock photo. Like, in it. If you, if you did like artwork, finger painting and then took it to them.
2: That's what Jared does. That's exactly
0: <laughs> what Jared does. Wait, who are you?
2: I'm his brother. <laughs> Twin brother? Well. Twin brother. Yes. I got all the smarts. Mm, yeah, you did. <laughs>
0: <Animal> Debatable. <clubs.
2: laughs> okay. Close it off.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, any closing thoughts?
1: I mean, it was a, it was a good series. Yeah. It was a very important series mm-hmm. for all of us. Um, I mean, that is one of, if not the greatest commandment that we have on earth is to make disciples. That's what it's all about. If we truly believe that this life is a snippet in eternity, well, I want as many people to be able to experience eternity in heaven as possible. And God does too. Um, And so just the charge of, Hey man, this is the reality of our situation. Let's go do it. So I loved
0: it. Well, All right, next week we are getting back into the book of Ephesians, kicking off chapter two. So check in next week for the WESM podcast. But until then, stay classy. Ooh, love you.
1: This has been the WESM podcast.